Hey, somehow you were able to find the Grow Your Side Business podcast, and I thank you. I'm glad you're listening. You've been sharing, you've been liking, but here's one thing I want to be able to do. We want even more people just like you to find this show. Now, the best way that people discover this show is leaving a review. So if you would do me a favor, leave a review. It literally takes five seconds. We're trying to get up to a thousand reviews across all of our platforms, so it doesn't matter where you listen to this podcast. Just go in, tap in, leave us a review. I would absolutely be so grateful that you did so that other people can hear it. Let's get back to the show. Hey, my name is Chris Williams, and you are now listening to the Grow Your Side Business Podcast. I help ambitious employees grow a profitable side business. If you haven't had an opportunity yet, go check out growyoursidebusiness.com where we've got all the content, the tips, the strategies, and more. You're in the right place at the right time, and we're here to help you grow a serious profitable side business. Let's listen to today's episode. You know, I agree. I, I am, uh, I'm in the middle of that right now. Um, one of the things that last few years of my life um, one of my counselors said something to me that I'll never forget several years ago. He said, Chris, you have to learn how to make emotionless decisions. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. That's yeah. really, really hard. Um, but I, 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 I learned this thing from, from, from my pastor and, and shout out to Pastor Ferdy because several years ago, he, he said something, I'll never forget it. And he said, you know, your emotions are indicators, but they should not be your dictators. Mm-hmm. They should not dictate your next move just because you feel something, right? Um, they're an indication that something's off, right? And and I've I have in business, in dealing with people, in not making money, right? In in things not working out, in rejection, in whatever, right? I've learned that part of the game is, as Myron would say, it's either working for you or working in you mm. either one whatever you're whatever you're struggling with and so i've 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 gotten to finally to that place that you talk about of accepting that hard truth yeah that's so good that's and so it's good. hard and it's I will, not the easiest thing on the planet no not at all and and i would even go as far as to add to to that a little bit too and something i've learned as a woman and i'm not sure you tell me chris if it's the same as a man but mm-hmm. um emotions hit a little different for me like i always joke around like with different mentors that i've like i'll, I'll pay to have like um mindset coaches right and i'll say look why is it so why do i have to fight so hard like in those early days when i was starting my agency i literally would get up in the morning and i would play these certain songs so that i could go to war because i had to battle for my mindset for that day because sometimes Mm. i'd wake up and i'd be like i can't do this like i don't know who these chiropractors think i am but i don't what if i can't get this or this ad set is not performing and like what if i don't you know it's like freaking out and what i found to be true was that i i i really had to battle for um for that day's worth of belief in order to make it to the next day right and and i'm so thankful that i don't i don't have to do that like that anymore but i still have to fight i still have to battle and, and one of the, the coolest things that I was given, I felt like it was a gift from one of those life coaches was just like what you said, your, your emotions are an indicator, right? And you don't have to move off of those emotions necessarily, but your emotions are valid. And, and to, to look at your emotion, whatever that emotion is and say, Hey, look, you like, for instance, let's just say, you know, I'm, I'm building a campaign or, or something isn't working right. And I'm like, oh, I'm such an imposter. Like, I, I this isn't going to work for me. Like, I, I'm not this person. Like, it's, you know, I, I, I've got them all fooled and, and it's all going to come crumbling down now because blah, 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 blah. And she had me get a picture of myself as a little girl and set that on my desk. And then to look at that picture and recognize my emotions, which were telling me that I wasn't enough. I was imposter imposter. I wasn't capable, right? All of these, these things. And then just say, look, whenever you were a kid, those ideas might have served you well. Those emotions might've protected you from doing anything that, that compromised where you were in life, but it's not serving me well. Now I acknowledge these emotions. I, and it seems so silly. It seems so silly. And it felt so silly whenever I was first started doing it, but it was like, okay, yeah, I feel X. I feel Y I feel Z. Uh, I can acknowledge those emotions and those emotions are there because they're trying to get me not to move forward because it's scary. But you know what? 
even though it's scary, it, 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 I'm still moving forward and I could, I could work through my emotions that way. So it, it, it's, it's emotions. You don't have, like you said, it's emotionless decision. So in the decision itself, you're not basing it off of your emotions, but still making sure as a woman to let your emotions have a moment to where you acknowledge them right otherwise you feel shut down and it almost hardens your heart a little bit and calloused to go well you shouldn't feel that right and yeah. um i know i know some people who you know their emotions come up and they feel shame around that and they're like i shouldn't feel this way and that does a whole separate thing to you <laughs> It sure screws does. you up in a whole different way. So I know for me as a woman, it's super important to feel those emotions, acknowledge those emotions, but still continue, like you said, make that emotionless decision to where I acknowledge those emotions, but they aren't going to play in or, or uh, make me make a different decision as, than what I want to do. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting that uh, I would, I would say as a man, we, we, we deal with the same thing. I think Here's here's the thing that I realize, especially for for spouses who are listening to this and watching this episode right now, going yes, and they're all in the fields about this episode because they're like, I want to build something. You know, I put up a poll uh, in our community and asked everyone while we've been talking, hey, you know, are you building a business with your spouse right now? Right? Yes, no, or maybe you want to, right? And so I, I'm curious that when you you know you you got a business to run. There's a lot going on. You're, yes, you're involving your children, but Stephanie, how do you get downtime? What does that mm. look like? Or is that scheduled? Like, do you literally have it on your calendar where it's like Wednesday night, 7 p.m. We're, you know, doing whatever. Like for my wife, I, 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 um, I carve things out, right? So, so for example, um, I got her, uh, I got connected to a lady who owns a pottery class in our area. And so every Tuesday night she, or morning, she goes to pottery. It's something she actually loves doing. So um, that's a thing for her, right? Yeah. Uh, Friday night, good glass of wine and Dateline. Like that's yeah. her thing, right? Like I, but I, just cause I pay attention to who she is, yeah. and like what yeah. gives her downtime. How are you finding the way to do your version of downtime and what Johnny needs too, because his version of downtime ain't yours. Right. So how yeah. are you guys dealing with that? Yeah. So for one, I think this is super important and I think it's, uh, especially important to think about how do you hack yourself? Cause essentially that's what it's doing. And if you are like me, I'm an Enneagram three, again, huge personality geek over here. Enneagram three is the achiever. We, you know, don't sit still for long. We're always wanting to do something. We're always optimizing something in some way, shape or form. Um, and my husband is Enneagram seven and he is like the life of the party. He's fun. He doesn't want to miss out on anything. He doesn't want to be bored, FOMO, all that good stuff. And so, um, for us, it's definitely been a dance, but one thing I have found is that who I am. And again, I would encourage you hack yourself because what I found, what other people thought was fun. I didn't necessarily think was fun. Like, Unless it's a nostalgic movie that I just really love, I don't necessarily like sitting down and watching a movie per se, unless I'm doing it with someone that I love. Um, I, but so, you know, I, I don't, like, I remember we'd go out and we'd do something. Um, one time my friend, uh, my sister-in-law invited me and some other people to go to a piano bar and afterwards everybody else was just lit up that was so much fun and i was like i don't know was it we can't even hear each other i don't you know like i didn't have a great like to me i was like i was glad to be there with them and i would have gone a million times over because she asked me but i was like i don't know was that fun what is fun exactly and so i had to learn what that meant for myself and in and usually for me that means to create something to learn and to create. Um, again, going back to the strengths finder, it's so crazy because once I understood this, it 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 blew me away. And again, I just feel like it's like God's design. But I've always known that I love to learn stuff, process it for myself, and then I love to tell other people about it. Like even when I was really young, I, as soon as I'd learned something really cool, I'd always want to share it with somebody. And if you look at my top five strengths, my very first one is includer. So includer means I am looking for making sure everybody is involved. I want everybody to feel seen and heard. The second one is input. I love to learn. 
Uh, I love to collect. Also, I love to collect bits of information as well as collect little things. I have lots of little things that I collect. Um, and then the third one is achiever, which means I am motivated by doing things, success, all of that. I want to get things done. And then uh, communication is my next one. And then positivity. And so whenever you actually look at those five strengths, it's so crazy because I I knew who I was and kind of how I functioned before and what made me feel happy. And then once we layered in the five strengths, I was like, oh my gosh, that makes total sense. So what I do is I love to learn and I, I love to find the positive pieces of it. I love to see what, ooh, what's the good stuff here that could impact other people. I love to do something about it, which is the achiever, and then use my communication to tell other people about it, which can help people feel included and seen in, in how I do all of it together. And so it, it's just so crazy uh, to see that. So essentially, whenever I want downtime, it's going to look like creating something or overhauling something or uh, whatever, because then I can walk away from it and I feel elated. I feel like I had fun. And that might look like with my kids, we might read, be reading a book together, or it might be that I uh, get to sit on my computer and create something. Or the weird thing is, is I have found that in order to think, again, hack yourself, in order for me to really get in my head and think, I need to occupy my physical body. So I have, I, I do like to create, I would, I love pottery. It's fun. Um, but I have this little thing, it's called diamond art. So I love to have a nice little setup with some diamond art and I'll be doing the diamond art. And my brain is just going, it's just going. And I'm just getting to think through certain thoughts and, and ideas that I have. And then I'll stop and write things down. And so anyway, that was a really long answer to essentially say, for me, it usually looks some form of creation and then turning, turning it around and creating something based off of whatever I've learned. Um, and then for my husband, John, it's, uh, he likes, he, he definitely likes to play video games. So he plays video games. Uh, we used to play video games together and not so much anymore, but we, uh, he likes video games, but he also just loves to experience, experience new things. He mm. loves to go try a new restaurant. He loves, but he wants me with him. He doesn't, you know, he wants to do something with me and for us to go out and have an experience together. That's different from, you know, things prior to and that definitely has to do with his personality type uh and he yeah. loves to help i saw people. you guys just recently were at a concert and i think he took the kids with you guys uh, uh recently yeah. To a concert. yeah yeah we went and saw owl city and so that was a new experience and the kids are love owl city and so we just had that fun family and and to me would it have been fun to go see owl city probably not by myself but to go to owl city with my family yeah now that was fun we created yeah. memories and event horizons that night and it was just amazing Hey, somehow you were able to find the Grow Your Side Business podcast, and I thank you. I'm glad you're listening. You've been sharing, you've been liking, but here's one thing I want to be able to do. We want even more people just like you to find this show. Now, the best way that people discover this show is leaving a review. So if you would do me a favor, leave a review. It literally takes five seconds. We're trying to get up to a thousand reviews across all of our platforms. So it doesn't matter where you listen to this podcast. Just go in, tap in, leave us a review. I would absolutely be so grateful that you did so that other people can hear it. Let's get back to the show. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, you you know, you are achiever. So I, I noticed something in, in what you've been sharing here today. Um, So you you knew that when you were in survival mode, you had to build something. You start building with somebody, run into some challenges. And then you decide to, you know, laying up one night thinking about helping this chiropractor out. You finally do it. You get the webinar started. And now we're off to the races, right? Um, then you turn around and decide, I want to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so talk to talk to me about how this came about, and 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 we've we've had some conversations. Uh, as of late, even about like some of your passion um, around, as you mentioned in the beginning, right? Uh, I loved what you said, and I wrote this down, you know, um, you don't want to lose the kingdom at home. And so, you know, talk to me about like, what, what, what is this podcast for you? What is it doing for Stephanie? Because one of the things that I know about people who are building a podcast, a lot of times, the journey is just as personal as it is for the people who are actually consuming it, right? So mm -hmm. talk to us about the podcast. 
the powerful parenting uh, a, a journey and what is it doing for you? Yeah, that's an awesome question. So for me, I mean, I have kids that range from 10 to 21. Uh, and just because my kids are older, it does not mean the job is done at all. And matter of fact, I'm a firm believer that you're a parent, even after your kids leave, obviously, um, yeah. and your <laughs> job doesn't stop just because they leave your house. Like, and, and I've, I think one, if there's been a gift that I've had in my life is knowing that I don't know what I don't know. And I love to have people in my life that have walked the path before me. And because parenting is so incredibly important to me and to show up well for my kids, uh, to get to talk to people about what they've learned and in, in, in hopes to inspire other um, parents out there to lean in and develop great deep connections with their kids and, you know, to pay attention, especially, especially with screens in our homes and what it is nowadays and, and how we have to battle for that time with them. And, and should we even have to battle for that time with them? Like, what does it look like to parent well in this day and age with everything we have going on in our lives? And so the podcast is all about being able to connect with other people who are doing great things in their in their family and and most of them are entrepreneurs they're people who have started a business or they're they're a part of something really big but they're prioritizing their relationship with their kids and so and i need all that wisdom i need that inspiration in my life as i'm moving forward uh because i i don't ever want to go halfway through the race and get tired and and you know, uh, do do half as good as I was in the beginning of the race, right? Um, and so the podcast for me is that, uh, and also to a reminder of why I care so much. Because the way I grew up, you know, I felt very disconnected because of the nature of having lost my father and then my mother being very very sick and not having much family around at all. And I just, I know deeply what that feels like. And I don't want kids to grow up that way. And I feel like screens in our home, in a lot of our homes, not all of our homes, but in a lot of our homes are lulling parents to sleep because our kids are so distracted on the screens. We don't actually see the problems because the problems aren't super apparent. They aren't showing up like they used to. And so a lot of times kids can be living in a world where they're dealing with anxiety and depression and potential, you know, suicidal thoughts and um, really struggling with things and feeling shame and feeling guilt and and um, feeling very disconnected because they thought they had connection online. And so they might have let the connection in the home slack a little bit. And, and so then we wake up and it's like, wait a second. I don't even think I know exactly, you know, I don't know who my kid is now. Or the kids like, I don't feel very known. My parents don't care about me. They don't know anything I'm into. I'm in this whole thing over here. They don't even understand. They don't even know what it is. And so for me, the podcast is about hopefully bringing on people that inspire parents to lean in and to develop those deep connections with their kids and figure out the issues and how do the, is that family going to resolve the screen issues in their home? And how do we parent powerfully, even though we're not perfect? You know, this is um, another business for you. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is another uh, a journey. This is another portion of the evolution of, of who you are as a person. Um, do you mind sharing a little bit from your perspective about what you see? So, like, you know, a lot of times uh, parents you know, as we, you know, build something or even our corporate journey, right. Or, or, or we start to build a side business. Um, sometimes it's not just a child who kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Sometimes it's even ourselves. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. If you don't mind share with our audience, what's something we should all keep in mind, you know, as we're, we're, we're still building, you know, our corporate career, but we've decided we've made the decision that building yeah. a side business is for me. And I am going, this is the year I'm going to stop, you know, procrastinating and I'm, I'm getting this done. Yeah. What's something that that parent should keep in mind as they journey on down this road. 
Yeah. Um, I know this is so cliche, but whenever you're on an airplane and they tell you to put the oxygen mask on for yourself first before yeah. you do others, I feel like that is so true in everything in the question that you just asked, because you can't pour out from an empty cup. Like you mm -hmm. legitimately can't. And oftentimes if you're, if you're in corporate and you, you know, you've made your way and you're, you're making some good money, but you know, you want to start a side business, like it's going to take time. It's going to take energy and it's going to take effort. And I think it's super easy for us oftentimes, especially if you're like me, Enneagram three, you know, in an achiever and you're going to go into it and you're just going so fast that you don't actually take a time and, and to feel what you're experiencing or to evaluate what you're feeling. Um, uh, so, and, and what that can look like is you're just going, 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 and you're not actually experiencing things um, or recognizing the roses, right. That you should be smelling or, um, recognizing like, is this actually bringing me happiness? And so I, I can share one tool that has been super helpful. And I learned about it in a book, uh, called, I believe it's called the war of art. I think that's the right one. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. This one is the artist's way. Although I definitely, definitely recommend the war of art, but this one is called the artist's way. And inside of that, there was one tool that has just stuck with me from that book and it's called morning pages. And it's a great way to stay connected with yourself and set yourself up for, um, for success. But it is not something that uh, is easy to do. Um, and it's also too not something you have to do for the rest of your life. It's a, it's a tool you can pull out and use. But essentially what you do is you wake up in the morning and you have a notebook beside your bed whenever you go to sleep. So you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do before you get out of bed, before you do anything, you literally just sit up, you grab that notebook and you start journaling out anything and everything that you think. So it's a stream of consciousness, anything you think. My toes are cold. I wonder if the dogs want out. Um, you know, uh, did I remember to get the whatever, whatever, like whatever comes to your mind, you are literally taking the time and you're writing it out and it feels so useless. But what ultimately starts to happen, and it may not happen on day one, but what ultimately starts to happen is all the monkeys that actually you woke up with that are on your back trying to beat you over the head with all these ideas, they start to come out on the page. And so what you're doing here is you're committing to write at least three full pages out of your stream of consciousness. And for me, it was, I think it was on day three, actually. Day three is when it really started clicking for me. And about a page and a half in was whenever all of these thoughts started coming to my head. And essentially... I just kept writing about those thoughts, but it was just so crazy because it was almost like these subconscious things that were actually bothering me, subconscious things that were gnawing at me, these proverbial monkeys on my back were coming to light earlier in the day and I was dealing with them before my day even started. And I was very aware of what my fears were, what my thoughts were, what my hopes were for the day, for the week. And um, it was so powerful because it it helped me to really just understand and, and stay connected with myself as a human being and what I'm experiencing and remembering, you know, that, that moment when you're just sitting there with a pen and a piece of paper that I'm a human having this existence with a spirit, I've got a body and like, this is what my, my emotions and my brain and are thinking now what, and then I would take it and I would say, what's reality? What's the truth of my situation? Here's all these things and these thoughts and these feelings and, but what is, what is the truth? What am I moving forward with in today? And so I would do morning pages every day for, you know, like a couple of weeks, like a week or two. And, uh, then I would put it down and I'd pick it back up whenever I need to, but incredibly powerful at helping me stay, uh, connected with myself. So I didn't lose myself in the process, you know, staying connected with my why. Hey, somehow you were able to find the Grow Your Side Business podcast, and I thank you. I'm glad you're listening. You've been sharing, you've been liking, but here's one thing I want to be able to do. We want even more people just like you to find this show. Now, the best way that people discover this show is leaving a review. So if you would do me a favor, leave a review. It literally takes five seconds. We're trying to get up to a thousand reviews across all of our platforms. So it doesn't matter where you listen to this podcast. Just go in, tap in, leave us a review. I would absolutely be so grateful that you did so that other people can hear it. Let's get back to the show. 
Hey, are you working your day job and you find yourself successfully discontent? Yeah, that's right. You got the house, the car, the money, the title, but there's still something missing. Well, guess what? You're not by yourself. And in fact, I found myself there and there are thousands of others just like you, probably sitting in the cube next to you or on your on their way to work just like you are. Well, listen, I decided to create a community. That's right. I have a free newsletter that speaks directly to us. It is called Successfully Discontent. Go to SuccessfullyDiscontent.com right now. It's free. It's a free newsletter. You'll get it every single week. Tips, tricks, strategies, information for those of us who have found ourselves achieving the most in corporate America, but also successfully discontent. Go to successfullydiscontent.com right now. That's successfullydiscontent.com right now. What are you waiting on? Go ahead and go there right now. Grab your phone, go to your browser on your iPad or whatever your mobile device is, wherever you listen to this and go right now to successfullydiscontent.com. Let's get back to the episode. That is, that's actually very powerful. And the fact that, you know, I think um, one of the things that I have been blessed to do in life is to just start recognizing patterns. And I think that's a really great exercise so that you can start getting aware of your own patterns. Yeah, So that you can stop, you know, it's interesting. Things that are happening subconsciously typically be tripwire or tripwires that we don't even know we're dealing with mm-hmm. but it's directing us right and so oh, for being sure. able to write it down see it now you become consciously aware and you go oh okay all right let me deal with that right oh wait a second oh, i see that coming and i think that's so powerful because you know i could say even for myself um I think the, the very first time I gave myself permission, and this is kind of where I want to start to end here. Um, the very first time I gave myself permission to believe I could do something outside of the job was um, probably around 2011. Um, I tried my hand at a, a, a travel company. It was like a... a, a, a network marketing company and I wanted to give myself, you know, a chance to see like, oh, maybe it could happen, right? Maybe I could maybe I could build something and, and get moving. And I just remember a couple of things that happened and, and I want to kind of ask you about this. I think the first thing that I noticed, because I just pay attention to patterns, is that one, they had a community of believers, mm-hmm. not just people. Right? Like it's one thing to say, oh, yeah, th- those people over there. But no, this is like saying I live in a neighborhood of ultra crazy people that believe my neighborhood is the best neighborhood. You don't you don't understand neighborhoods until you live in mine. Right. Like yeah. it was that kind of like infectious thing. It was like, oh, these people are serious about their community. Right. Yeah. That was the first thing I noticed. The second thing I noticed. Was that. They believed that the system could help anybody, anywhere, whenever you came in contact with it. Mm, mm-hmm. They really did believe that. So they didn't mind going out and talking to other people about it, right? They didn't mind. They they will go anywhere and everywhere and basically evangelize the mission, right? Yep. To get people to 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 be a part. When I look at what you're doing with Powerful Parenting Journey, that's what I'm seeing. Mm. I'm seeing this this, uh, movement of saying, hey, listen, you're building a business, you got kids. We're your people, right? Like, like, we're we're your people. We We are here for you. So I'm 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 curious as I kind of give you that frame. Is that right, or are there are there things that you, other things that you're trying to communicate with people so that they understand? Because I've heard you mention several times throughout this interview, like, hey, you're not alone, right? Mm-hmm. You wanted to make sure you didn't feel that way when your parents passed away. You yeah. you know you've done that in your home, right, and continue to do that in your home. You as a wife don't want to feel like you're alone. You're making sure Johnny doesn't feel like he's alone, right? Like, 
what are those other things that about this movement that you're you're creating that you're trying to get across that you want people to feel every time they interact whether it be your podcast um you know if you have a newsletter all those things what what are some of those other messages yeah i mean not only that you know you're not alone but that you are the parent for the job and so mm. it's kind of like a it's kind of like this weird statement because you could argue all over it but i think that I really do believe that our kids are given to us for a reason. I believe that we, yeah. obviously there's DNA and there's all these things and they get these traits from us and all of these kind of things. But ultimately we're the best thing for our kids. And I mm. believe that through and through and through. And a lot of times our, we feel so incapable and we feel so ill-equipped because our culture and the way things happen typically in most in most people's lives is it isn't like we have, you know, this book that we can read from besides, you know, maybe the Bible that, but it's not a, it's not a parenting guidebook, right? There's tons of parenting guide stuff you can get from the Bible, but like, it doesn't go when your kid is throwing a tantrum, here's what you need to do, right? Like there's, it's not black and white. And, and I think that's very intentional. I think the reason why we don't have some huge parenting guidebook that we can pull out, except for maybe like Dr. Spock from back in the fifties and some of that stuff's just crazy. Um, but the reason we don't is because every kid is unique and they're so unique and it's up to us as parents to figure out how to hack our kids, essentially. Like I'm talking about hacking myself, hacking our kids, right? Like what makes my Josiah light up? What makes my Jude, um, lean in, right? What does Jocelyn need? Um, and how can I how can I embolden journey to be the best version of who she is? Right. And who, how does she even know who she is? How can I help her discover that? Right. And I'm the person who's going to love them so completely. Nobody else is ever going to love my kids. Like I love my kids. It's not possible. I birthed them. They are mine. <laughs> it is literally not possible. So I'm the one on this planet that is going to love, love all these things about them. And it's the same thing for any parent that's listening right now. Like you are the parent for the job. And a lot of times we just feel so inadequate, but the coolest part about it. And I know I've already said this once is that we don't have to be perfect. It's just about looking for those opportunities to show up, to be powerful in our kids' lives. And sometimes those small, powerful moments can make up for uh, a whole handful of really bad choices and wrong moments because kids are resilient and they love us and, and they do want that relationship with us. Ultimately, we might burn some bridges and screw things up really bad, but it's never too late. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's never too late and it, it yeah. takes work and effort, but, um, you know, so I think that's the other message, you know, you're not alone and, and you are the parent for the job. And, uh, and I firmly believe while we've got tons of screens in our home and we've got social media and we've got all these voices that we've invited into our homes and, and things like that through these devices, technology is not actually the enemy. The enemy is the disconnection that can happen inside of your home. Right. Sheesh. You know, oh. so it's super important to recognize that because if we make the technology the enemy then it becomes about monitoring software and all this stuff but the reality is is uh you know uh relationship uh with rules is just going to equate to rebellion or rules without relationship is just going to equate to rebellion and so it's all about that connection and leaning in and recognizing that it's not actually the devices themselves it's the disconnection that can result from it that's the actual enemy Hey, somehow you were able to find the Grow Your Side Business podcast, and I thank you. I'm glad you're listening. You've been sharing, you've been liking, but here's one thing I want to be able to do. We want even more people just like you to find this show. Now, the best way that people discover this show is leaving a review. So if you would do me a favor, leave a review. It literally takes five seconds. We're trying to get up to a thousand reviews across all of our platforms. So it doesn't matter where you listen to this podcast. Just go in, tap in, leave us a review. I would absolutely be so grateful that you did so that other people can hear it. Let's get back to the show. Hey, are you working your day job and you find yourself successfully discontent? 
yeah, that's right. You got the house, the car, the money, the title, but there's still something missing. Well, guess what? You're not by yourself. And in fact, I found myself there and there are thousands of others just like you probably sitting in the cube next to you or on your on their way to work just like you are. Well, listen, I decided to create a community. That's right. I have a free newsletter that speaks directly to us. It is called Successfully Discontent. Go to SuccessfullyDiscontent.com right now. It's free. It's a free newsletter. You'll get it every single week. Tips, tricks, strategies, information for those of us who have found ourselves achieving the most in corporate America, but also successfully discontent. Go to SuccessfullyDiscontent.com right now. That's SuccessfullyDiscontent.com right now. What are you waiting on? Go ahead and go there right now. Grab your phone, go to your browser on your iPad or whatever your mobile device is, wherever you listen to this and go right now to SuccessfullyDiscontent.com. Let's get back to the episode. Wow. You know, uh, you just said something and I am writing this down. Rules without relationship is what equates to rebellion. That is Mm -hmm. that is very, very true. Is there a scripture that you stand by? That is like written on your heart that is your go to as you continue this journey of building a family building businesses and and allowing yourself to be vulnerable as you can uh in front of your tribe is there is there a particular scripture that that that's your anchor for 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 who you are right now 100 and um i'm gonna try to pull it up here and see if i can just read it to you because i'll i'll inevitably get it down wrong but it's in ephesians and it says um it says, then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. And I don't know what version this is, but it says your roots will go down deep into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand as all God's people should just how wide, how long, how high and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully comprehend that you would be made complete with the fullness of the life and power that comes from God. And so for me, it's all about how can I experience God's love fully in my life and allow my roots to go down deep into God's love? And from that, I mean, the roots are where you soak up all of everything that helps with growth on all sides, right? So how can my roots go down deep into God's love? And from that, it impact all of those around me so that they too can experience what God's love is, right? And so that's that's the main one I always think of. I'm like, man, am I rooted? Am I rooted? Wow. Is this rooted in love, right? Is this going to impact, you know, my kids? Am I living a good example of how I feel like I've been loved by God and, you know, done a lot of deep work to accept that. And so that I am so fully loved for every bit of who I am and how can I love those who are around me in a similar way so that they could experience a piece of the love of God, just a shadow of what he's capable yeah. of is what our human love is like. You know, it's interesting you brought that up because I was having a conversation with a gentleman uh, a few months back and we were sitting down and, and we were talking. One of the things that we got into was the conversation around uh, the scripture that says, God will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, we, we were talking and he said, you know, I've, and he does like his own Bible study. He actually like, he gets out on a boat in the morning on the lake and he just sits there and he reads. And he said, the thing that has been bothering him is that scripture. He couldn't figure out why. And he said, because what he realized was he was reading it too fast. Mm. And he said, when he slowed down, what he realized was God was actually saying to him, I will give you the desires of your heart. Mm. Not, I will give you the desires of your heart, not whatever the thing you want. And I'm actually going to give you the desire. I want to put it in your heart. And that's the thing that I'll go create with you and yes. your hands. And I was like, oh my God. Woo! And he was like, at some point in our lives, we got to slow down because maybe we're, we're letting our, our flesh or whatever our own desires are like overshadow what he really is trying to say. Right. Mm -hmm. And I never, and I'm bringing that up because of what you just read. I never looked at that scripture as it's my job to build my roots deeper in God. Mm. Never. I personally just never thought about it like that. 
Mm-hmm. And so I think it's such a great um, perspective to say, no, it's actually, I'm the one that's got to do the work because God's done all the stuff. I'm the one that's got to dig my roots deeper in his love, in his grace, in his understanding, in his forgiveness, in his ways. It's not yeah. the other way around. God's done yeah. the part. And so, you you know, uh, it made me think of that when we I had that conversation with him because I'm like, I never thought about that. Well, and I, I love that scripture so much because it says at the beginning of that one, I think was it like Psalms 37 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I tried to Google really quick, but the very first part of that scripture actually says, delight yourself in the Lord. Yeah. Right. So like delight yourself in the Lord and then he will give you the desires of your heart. And, and so like, I agree with you. I think that's so cool. It's a huge revelation, but that first part <laughs> of the scripture oftentimes gets left off because yeah. that's the action. You know, we have to take that action of finding our delight in the Lord. What does that look like? How do you find the delight? And then when you do that, then this is what is going to happen for you, right? I can't, you create that pathway for his desires to become your desires. And then all of a sudden when you're, when you delight in him and, and, and your desires become in alignment with what God's got for your life, then if those desires will come to pass. Like it's, yeah. it's just incredible. You know what I mean? Because uh, he's got plans that I would say that like, you, I picture our lives like this tapestry, you know, and I grew up with a weird looking tapestry in my house. Uh, It was this Hmm. very small thing my mom had gotten from, I think some garage sale somewhere. Um, But she hung it up in in one of our rooms in our house. I remember looking at it and it was a woven type of tapestry. And it was so intricate, like whoever did it, I mean, I'm sure my mom couldn't have paid more than like a buck or two for that sucker, but it was very intricate. And I'm sure it was worth a lot of money at some point. And, uh, but the craziest part was you could zoom into this little bitty part of the tapestry and it was just so intricate in order to create this thing that looked this certain way from far away. Whenever you zoomed in, you wouldn't have known that that was what it actually looked like until you went back further. And it took a lot of effort to make it look that way. And so, um, I think about our lives as these tapestries and whenever we look at a little glimpses of our life and where we are, it's like when we're zoomed in on this one little bitty piece of this tapestry and we think we know what it's going to look like, but ultimately God has this grand tapestry planned out for us. Like, just beyond anything we can fully comprehend. Like, I feel like as we grow, if we're walking alongside in his path and he just keeps growing our dream capacitor, like how much, how much capacity do we have for a dream in our life? And it starts out itty bitty and then it gets bigger and then it gets bigger and it gets bigger. And it's like, oh my gosh, because I could, I will tell you, I never would have thought that Social Sparrow, my agency would become what it is today. And I never would have thought that I've gotten to do the things I've gotten to do that I've been able to, I just, when I tell you, I never believed that it would, we would never just rent. Right. Um, I never had capacity to believe that I would have a car that was paid off or that I could, I could buy multiple houses or that I would be a part of huge masterminds that cost so much money to be a part of, or that I would get to travel with my family and bring my kids with me, or that I would speak on stages, like all of this stuff. Like I had my dream capacitor could not hold that dream whenever I first started, but God in his goodness, as I start going and and trying to walk as diligently as I can, as faithfully as I can grows that dream capacitor. It's like, well, maybe I could do this. But in reality, what's so crazy is if we could zoom out and we could see God's big picture, there's this magnificent tapestry of our lives that he already sees. We just have to align our desires. Like that scripture says, right? Delight ourselves in the Lord, align our desires with what he's got for us. And that plan is more magnificent than anything that we could map out on a sheet of paper or on um, whatever software it is I use, a lucid chart, right? Of like what our plans are Um, because he just has a bigger vision. He has a bigger view and he knows us so intimately. So, you know, whatever your tapestry is looking like right now, you know, make sure that you're, you're believing that your dream capacitor can grow. Hey, somehow you were able to find the Grow Your Side Business podcast, and I thank you. I'm glad you're listening. You've been sharing, you've been liking, but here's one thing I want to be able to do. We want even more people just like you to find this show. Now, the best way that people discover this show is leaving a review. So if you would do me a favor, leave a review. It literally takes five seconds. We're trying to get up to a thousand reviews across all of our platforms. So it doesn't matter where you listen to this podcast. 
Just go in, tap in, leave us a review. I would absolutely be so grateful that you did so that other people can hear it. Let's get back to the show. Hey, are you working your day job and you find yourself successfully discontent? Yeah, that's right. You got the house, the car, the money, the title, but there's still something missing. Well, guess what? You're not by yourself. And in fact, I found myself there and there are thousands of others just like you, probably sitting in the cube next to you or on your on their way to work just like you are. Well, listen, I decided to create a community. That's right. I have a free newsletter that speaks directly to us. It is called Successfully Discontent. Go to SuccessfullyDiscontent.com right now. It's free. It's a free newsletter. You'll get it every single week. Tips, tricks, strategies, information for those of us who have found ourselves achieving the most in corporate America, but also successfully discontent. Go to successfullydiscontent.com right now. That's successfullydiscontent.com right now. What are you waiting on? Go ahead and go there right now. Grab your phone, go to your browser on your iPad or whatever your mobile device is, wherever you listen to this and go right now to successfullydiscontent.com. Let's get back to the episode. You know, I love that. And I think that's uh, such a, a great place to end our conversation here. Uh, let me say this, Stephanie. Um, first of all, I, I know I said it at the very beginning, but I want to I want to reiterate, like uh, my wife and I are um, private people um, as much as I'm Mr. Attractive Character and all out there. But like when it comes to like my relationship or well, my wife and I, like we do not uh, let a lot of people in. And, mm-hmm. and it's not because we're just super secretive, but it's just that like, I protect my peace at all costs. I like, yeah. you know, we only hang out with the people that we want to hang out with, right. That give us energy or that we can pour into them, things of that nature. I'm saying all that because, you know, one of the things that I have found to be mind blowing, I guess I will say my dream capacitor. Um, I did not think that there were, uh, a big group of people big group of people who are building their lives in such a way, the way you guys are that Mm -hmm. want more, not just for themselves, but they want other people to experience what they're having in real time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I applaud you for that. I applaud you for being um, uh, less just kind of, let me get it all done and sit in my quiet corner and just, enjoy what's going on which you could there's nothing wrong with that right but you're living out loud and i and i will say as a uh as a as a fellow uh, you know business person out here you know doing what we can to to build businesses uh improve our family quality and and make an impact i just appreciate um the fact that you didn't quit because mm. it's there's lots of reasons why valid reasons why you could have right there's, there's plenty of valid reasons um and you hadn't and so i just applaud you with that I applaud you and johnny for being the the husband and wife that you are right now at 614 like no no other version necessary right like because uh to your point about it doesn't have to be perfect that you can do this imperfectly i think you know sometimes we need people outside of ourselves to say hey it's cool i'm, I'm happy with your imperfect right like right. it's all good right um and it works um, and I just, you know, I applaud you guys for doing what you're doing and whether or not your kids understand it right now is not the most important thing. What matters is you've done it and you are doing it. And there's more doors and opportunities that are open for your children and for their kids and for the people who choose to be in your world. And to your point, that tapestry is we only see this little lifetime that we've got, Right. We don't know what that means long term because you started. So I just applaud you for 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 not quitting because none of this would have happened, right? None yeah. Of, none of what's going on right now would have happened. It wouldn't have been possible because it, it would have moved on. Um, you know, uh, man, there's so many other things, but we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta spread some time <laughs> other people's time. But here's what I want to say for those of you listen, listen, you you've heard a lot about Stephanie's life. I'm I'm going to I'm going to ask you guys to do something. You know, I don't always do this. Go listen Apple uh podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeart, wherever you listen audibly, please go listen to the uh Power of Parenting Journey podcast. 
okay? She's interviewed people like Russell Brunson, okay? Um, I got a chance to get on there. So at some point, you'll hear my crazy voice on there too. And we had a really cool conversation. It was absolutely incredible. And I'm not just saying that, like you'll get a chance to hear it, but we had a really cool conversation. Uh, you don't know this gentleman yet, but you will, because I'm trying to get him on the show. It's a gentleman named Pedro. Oh my God, when you hear his personal story, I promise you, you will be like, I have no excuse after listening <laughs> to the stuff, like literally. Um, so listen, I love all of you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, here's what I'd like for you to do. Leave a review. Y'all, that, that is like the most important thing you can do. And it literally takes five seconds with, the, with your thumbs. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, do me a flavor. Go subscribe. Share this interview with somebody else. And do me a favor. In the comments, y'all always comment. Let Stephanie know. Thank you. Um, it's really important to our guests, right? That they, because they come on, you know, shows all the time, and they're wondering, like, was this helpful? Was this valuable? Let her know what was valuable from this conversation today, okay? Um, other than that, man, listen, this is the Grow Your Side Business Show. I got even more interviews coming up. I can't, you know, I don't ever tell y'all when who they are because I like to keep the surprise going. But I got even more incredible people, as you know. Every single year, we uh, we we ramp up the end of the year with incredible conversations because I want to help you get this business started. Do not forget. Um, you can send us an email at hello at successfullydiscontent.com. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. It is out now. It is for you. If you find yourself successfully discontent, don't miss it. Jump in. Community, conversation, all the stuff that we've talked about tonight, you could definitely find it there, okay? Love you guys. Have a great, incredible night. Until again, man, see y'all in the next one. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, somehow you were able to find the Grow Your Side Business podcast, and I thank you. I'm glad you're listening. You've been sharing, you've been liking, but here's one thing I want to be able to do. We want even more people just like you to find this show. Now, the best way that people discover this show is leaving a review. So if you would do me a favor, leave a review. It literally takes five seconds. We're trying to get up to a thousand reviews across all of our platforms. So it doesn't matter where you listen to this podcast. Just go in, tap in, leave us a review. I would absolutely be so grateful that you did so that other people can hear it. Let's get back to the show. Hey, are you working your day job and you find yourself successfully discontent? Yeah, that's right. You got the house, the car, the money, the title, but there's still something missing. Well, guess what? You're not by yourself. And in fact, I found myself there and there are thousands of others just like you, probably sitting in the cube next to you or on your on their way to work just like you are. Well, listen, I decided to create a community. That's right. I have a free newsletter that speaks directly to us. It is called Successfully Discontent. Go to SuccessfullyDiscontent.com right now. It's free. It's a free newsletter. You'll get it every single week. Tips, tricks, strategies, information for those of us who have found ourselves achieving the most in corporate America, but also successfully discontent. Go to successfullydiscontent.com right now. That's successfullydiscontent.com right now. What are you waiting on? Go ahead and go there right now. Grab your phone, go to your browser on your iPad or whatever your mobile device is, wherever you listen to this and go right now to successfullydiscontent.com. Let's get back to the episode. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.